1: Welcome back to the Millennials Podcast. I am the uh, being that was once known as Smith.
0: I am but a puddle of LCL fluid.
2: And I am the lowest of the low, uh, Mr. Movies, Ben.
1: (laughs) Well, for listeners at home, we have watched uh, The End of Evangelion. Yes. Episodes 25 and 26 uh, remake.
0: Special edition. Of episode 2526.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Extended edition. Director's cut. Correct.
3: And we
1: have thoughts. We have thoughts and opinions and feelings, I assume.
2: Lots. I've got a
0: couple, for sure. One one or two, at the least.
2: Mm-hmm. Enough to maybe fill five minutes or so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. That's so, all we need.
0: But before we actually start talking about the content, I just didn't know... Smith, I know you've been alluding to having some, some inside baseball knowledge. Do you have any any preamble to the release of this movie from the from like the fan base of like what was going on within the context?
1: A lot of people were looking forward to it. They were like, all right, we're gonna get the, the actual ending to the, the story. We're gonna see what really happened. We're gonna get the full story. And so there was a lot of hype going into this because again, the the show was not expected to be the mega hit cultural phenomenon that it was. And so imagine, you know what? You have to imagine we all saw Game of Thrones. We know what happens when a mega popular fucking show shits the bed at the very end. And I would not say Evangelion shit the bed by any means, Mm -mm. but this, it did not meet the expectations of people watching it for various reasons. But It was not bad. It's not like Game of Thrones, but the reaction was something similar. And imagine if they were like, Hey guys, guess what? Fuck all that shit. We're rem- the last season, we're remaking it. Whole new story. It all goes differently. It's going to be great now. Yeah. And it's kind of like that kind of that thing. You know, that, that's how it would be.
0: Yeah. And it's funny, because when season eight of Game of, Th- Game of Thrones happened, people were, like, making petitions, like, we got to get HBO to refilm this season, get better writers. You know, this. And I was like, there's no time in history when that's ever actually worked. And then I realized, you know what? With Evangelion, I guess it kind of did. So... um. I mean, obviously, Gainax is not run by the monsters in Hollywood and people who work at HBO. So it'll never happen with Game of Thrones. But even people, they got what they wanted.
2: Good for them. Good for them. I'm very happy for them.
1: So, yeah, I mean, this the, 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 the context here basically is that. Is that the, the people were clamoring for more, and they got it. Um, in, in spades, because this fucking movie... Is, is literally just two episodes of the show stapled together. Yeah, it's two
0: extra long episodes well, of the show just stitched up.
1: Mm-hmm. With a credits break in the middle. Like. <laughs> yeah,
0: a very weird, like a <laughs> Super Smash Brothers style credits break. Where they, me and, also cat out of the bag, me and Ben watched this movie in the same room together. Because he was in my neck of the woods this weekend.
2: And we yeah, were, we sure we sure did. We watched it uh, bright and early on the Lord's Day Sunday at 8.30 a.m. Uh, don't do that. Yeah. If if you're going to watch this movie, it's more of an afternoon film, if you ask me. Like, There's a lot going on in there where if you've just woken up, you may still think you're dreaming a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, it didn't really hinder our enjoyment, but I just know for other people that haven't experienced this yet... Maybe wait a little later in the day before you ingest this a little bit.
0: And ironically enough, we watched a movie where the main character is Shinji Ikari on Father's Day. And it was <laughs> an interesting experience. It's about 45 minutes into the movie, we had paused and Ben was just like, by the way, remember remember to tell me to call my dad after this movie tell him Happy Father's Day? <laughs> Which he prefaced by saying unrelated to the movie, but I doubt it. Um... And yeah, at, the, at that mid-credits break, we were like, oh, well, it's probably like a minute or two. We'll just watch it. And then I was like, let me fast forward and see. It's like a full credits run. And I was like, okay, we definitely got to skip through this. This is too much.
1: Yeah, they really made a meal out of that credits. And I will just say, as a blanket statement, you probably shouldn't start really with Evangelion of any stripe. You know, that's a that's a later in the day shrieked I would say and it's mm-hmm. funny
0: because for this entire podcast I've always watched on the day of recording three episodes as soon as I wake up like I wake up wow get a shower and then i watch three episodes of Alien, and it is definitely a weird way to watch this show
1: mm. and this one starts off real strong going right for Seth with some cicada sounds
0: <laughs> yes we just start with cicadas we start with I guess this is Tom. I guess I it's funny because I get to air out my main grievances with the movie pretty immediately because I mean we start out with Shinji fucking looking at Tokyo 3, you know, being destroyed, who cares. The next thing we see is Shinji in the hospital room, the Asuka where he shakes her so much that me and my unrefined american tastes have to be subjected to an underage person's breasts. Because he shakes her a little too much. So instantly I'm like, I don't know if this movie's really gonna work for me. I'm gonna be honest. I saw that and I was like, I don't really like this at all. And then on top of it, Shinji then jerks his dick <laughs> to this image. And it uh I'm I'm not even lying. I was it upset me at the very beginning of the movie. I was like, I don't really like this, so I hope they do something different um gross
2: yeah
1: interesting fact about that scene by the way it was real to take place with shinji being alone in his bedroom but the voice actress for shinji was like we should change this it's not impactful enough it has to happen in a more visceral sense now not the only time that she has input into what the movie was going to be about
0: it's definitely more depraved i don't know if i necessarily prefer it but it does it is way more depraved for shinji to do that in the hospital room with her while she's unconscious.
2: Mhm. And uh just like it-, it just makes you think about the character of shinji a little differently. Uh I don't know if like he's just been if he's just been driven to the breaking point and this is just something that he's added on top of it or is it- or if this is something he would have done anyway. Like It makes me kind of look at him in a different light because I know he's super depressed right now and desperate. But I mean, if you gotta relieve some stress, there's better times to do it. He does. He
0: does get hit with his first taste of post nut clarity though, because he does look (laughs) at it and he's like, "What the fuck did I just do? Fuck, shit! It wasn't. I shouldn't have done that."
2: Yeah. Uh, I I looked up uh, apparent the translation of like the original Japanese version of it, and it's just him going, "I'm so fucked up," <laughs> and I just think that's very appropriate here. But also, that I should also, have been uh, in the dub. Yeah, like that should have been like the big f bomb that they drop because they don't really. I mean, they curse a little bit, but nothing too much. It would have been like hitting you right off the bat. It's like, oh shit! All right, okay, we're we're in there.
1: Also, I just, this is a side note, but I liked that Asuka's IV bag was full of LCL.
2: I didn't notice oh, that. Didn't... Yeah, me either. I right, go through.
1: The miracle fluid, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, this is this scene is infamous. I mean, this is a legendary scene in anime, because they start you off, they starts the movie off with this shit. Like, you come in on yeah. this. And, no pun intended. Like, Seth, you yeah, <laughs> your reaction, Seth, is not uncommon. A lot of people yeah. were very sort of, not turned off, but like, hit hard by this scene being in the very beginning. And being so out of character for Shinji.
0: Yeah. Um, and
1: So yeah, pretty well. Yeah, stopped. not to
0: skip way to the end of the movie, but I will say this movie definitely bookends itself like this. And we'll def- obviously get there, but it's it's... It's an interesting experience, and I've
2: if you if you weren't awake before, you you are now. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just say that
1: here's a teenager's breast and a kid masturbating over her body. You re- are you in? Are you
2: ready? Yeah. Are you here? Are You present. Happy Sunday. Yeah. Happy Happy Father's <laughs> Day. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Hope the kids are still in bed.
1: <laughs> also, I did like how Shinji asked her to call him idiot one more time. He did. That was, pre- that was pretty. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, and then we cut to serious business. Nerve was on lockdown yep. mm-hmm. after the 18th Angel's death or 17th Angel, yeah. Um, and the Goon Squad is sitting there discussing the various things that are happening about what's going on. And just, I'm curious, like from your from your perspective, perspective did you think that what's about to happen was going to happen in this movie?
0: You mean the um, like the shutting out the lockdown of Nerve and the attack from? uh yes. C. L. A. and the Japanese government uh Did
1: you see that coming?
0: I mean, going into the movie I had no expectation of that happening, but as soon as I saw that there were warning signs at nerve I was like I'm pretty sure this is going to this is going to become a war zone.
2: Mhm. Yeah, I was uh I I I felt like I was kind of expecting more uh I wasn't really expecting them to infiltrate the facility. I was expecting more of a battle outside like we got later. So when, uh, that one, so when that one uh, soldier snuck up behind the guard and just, like, stabbed him point blank, and you see the blood trickling down, it's like, oh. Yeah, it was kind of shocking. What, yeah, I see where we're kind of going. Because the series itself, there was some gore in there, but it was never just flat-out bloody, you know? Uh, it was more disturbing than anything. But this is just this is flat-out gore that, we're, that yeah. we're getting now. And it, it was kind of shocking, I, w- I would say.
1: Because human on human violence was not really a thing until this this, this, this day, Yeah, you know. Yeah. It was always you know angels and evas fighting, and they even noted in the in the movie like that we we were not prepared for to fight humans. You know.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: And so here we finally get a plain, straightforward explanation. Of what the Human Instrumentality Project is, which is to forcibly evolve humanity into a single organism, one mind composed of all human beings. Okay, so I was—that's Saleh's plan.
2: I was kind of right, I guess, last week. Then, just like putting everybody into a big into a big soup, a big old ball, big old ball.
1: Except, and this is this is kind of something you kind of like, kind of vaguely understand. Sele wants the Avas because the Avas are going to be their personal art for their souls to get into and leave Earth and, and become a testament to humankind's existence, I guess, at some point. So they're they're not going to join the big soup ball. They're going to go off in, into Unit 01 and explore the fucking universe, uh, I guess.
0: Yeah. It's very similar to how all the current-day billionaires want to find ways to evacuate and let the rest of us rot on, rot on Earth. Um, except somehow... You know, the one at Evangelion is much more optimistic.
1: Yeah. They never really come out and say it, but that is what Saleh basically is, is a a shadowy cabal of billionaires and industrialists who are funding this whole thing. It's the Mm -hmm.
0: Illuminati, for lack of a better term. You know, these high-power people make the actual decisions on Earth, and they're going to be able to peace out whenever they want.
2: Yeah.
1: And the original plan was to use Lilith to do this, but Lilith can't be used without the spear, which is never explained, by the way. I will explain the spear at some point, but it's never explained in the show why the spear matters for this. So instead the Avas need to be used. they their 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 backup is being kicked in and they gotta go get Unit O one from nerve. That's the reason the main reason for this attack. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um so we get to see um when everyone's in panic, you know, they put Asuka into Unit O two. And they're like, you know, she's not really ready to do this, but we just want her to be somewhere safe. And this is when we start to see the the MPs, the other Ava's five five through thirteen. Um
1: you're 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 way yeah. ahead of where we're at. We got a lot between here and there. You know,
0: my notes my notes go from see nerve is in full alert to Asuka's inserted into Unit two.
1: Yeah, that her fight comes later though. There's a lot of preamble to the fight, which on, on the ground stuff, you know? You gotta, gotta get your meat potatoes where you can get your cool uh, giant robot fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like this one line, though, where the Sele is talking to Gendo for one last time, and they talk about how this death will be a rebirth for humanity, and Gendo said death can't, can't cannot make anything, and they just say to him, death will be bestowed upon you, and then the lights all <laughs> go out. I was like, it's a freaking hard-ass line to say, though. Mm-hmm. I may reveal again that Yui will uh, remain inside the Ava when she disappeared, Like, she's been in Unit O One this whole time. Yeah. Uh, Ray wakes up in her fucking <laughs> still standing terrible apartment mm-hmm. and leaves. She
0: smashes Gendo's glasses.
1: Yep. Yep. We see Katsuragi doing some ha- some ha- uh, cool hacker man stuff yep. mm-hmm. in the computers. Uh, the Magi are being hacked, and they go bust. I R- gotta bring Ritsko out of retirement. Out of prison.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> they cut to her; she's in the forest chopping wood. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. huge
2: beard, flannel shirt. Yeah, Ritsko—that's a name I haven't heard in a in a long time.
1: Um, I love this shot by the way of Katsuragi like walking into the command center, like taking out her fucking ponytail, mm-hmm. giving her classic
2: look. Yeah yeah and just on top of that like it's something i didn't mention at the beginning but uh it's it's kind of nice seeing evangelion now in full screen instead of the regular four by three aspect ratio that it was initially shot in yeah Uh, it just it just it adds depth to the images and it just makes everything look sharper not that it didn't already look good it's just that now it's filling your entire screen yeah
1: i also like how they call them on the phone to say by the way the Japanese government is expelling you. You don't have Goodbye. Yeah, they, they <laughs> <have laughs> lost
0: their special <laughs> privileges. That, have a good day. <laughs> and they're...
1: You're sitting at your house one day, your cell phone rings, and it's fucking Joe Biden being like, you're no longer part of America. What comes next is on you.
2: <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> There's some like... <laughs>
1: Joe,
0: what did I do? <laughs> John Wick-style contract on your head now, oh. and you have to get out of the country as fast
2: <laughs> as possible. Excommunicado. <laughs> yeah
1: basically is that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah,
2: pretty much.
1: <laughs> I, I love this attack scene because it reminded me of classic Godzilla movies. With the fucking tanks all rolling up, firing the fucking stuff, things blowing up. It looked very much Godzilla. And I, see, I can see shades of, of uh, Shin Godzilla in this, for sure. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. And then also just seeing them on the inside, just... It's very... It's very graphic. Just, uh, just. There's one scene where they have like a flame flow, a, a flamethrower, and that's just blowing into a room, and you just hear sc- everyone screaming. <laughs> one part that kind of made me laugh was like they were they opened the wall, exposed some wires, and they were just shooting at that. I don't know why.
1: you <laughs> like, shooting cables. Yes, yeah, <laughs>
2: shooting everything. Yeah. It's like I, this looks important.
1: Isn't there a better tool you could use, like a chainsaw type thing? Nope, just bullets. Okay, I guess. Yep, that's all, all they right. got. I like the, the, the one gruesome scene of the the person trying to pull a wounded man into a side hallway, mm-hmm. and a soldier just stops and fucking just puts two shots in her just just for no reason. There's no surrender. You, you, they're, they're not allowed to surrender apparently.
2: Yeah, and then there's one scene where there where a guy like he's on the ground, he puts his hands up, and they just shoot him in the head.
3: Yeah.
1: Did we ever see? Nerve guards before this? I don't think we ever saw a single guy with just a gun in Nerve.
2: No, I don't. No, I don't think so. One because I don't think they could afford it. Uh, two, also, I they did mention earlier that uh, that their uh, security budget had kind of got cut at, yeah. at one point. Yeah. yeah
0: so dairy down over the past couple of months, which makes them believe like, oh,
2: maybe this was maybe we've been set up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, these these beige uniform red. Ray guys, never saw them before. These guys are brand new to the show. The one time they sent guys after Shinji, they were like FBI-looking guys with, like, suits. You know, they weren't, like, soldier-looking guys. So,
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I think, Ben, you're right. They probably had the money to, to spare for uh, ground forces before this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're like, yeah, we got to put Shinji and Asuka and their Ava to protect them. Where's Ray? Oh, she's missing. No I don't know where she's at. Can't find God her. God damn it. But Gendo knows where she's at.
2: Mm-hmm. Of course he does.
1: I like how the goon squad is totally calm about this. The the two guys are like getting their guns out, ready to fucking go down with the ship.
2: Yeah, it's like they said, you know, kill or be killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew this. I knew this day would come. I can finally use this. Yeah. It's been sitting in here for three years.
0: Can you imagine that being like a scenario in any of your jobs? Like in your desk, there is a gun. You might have to use it one day. We we might be under attack from our enemies. <laughs> so just be ready
1: (laughs) hey at my work they made us watch a fucking video about mass shooters that had like hey run hide fight it was like get a fucking fire extinguisher and bash him in the fucking head (laughs) i'm like wait what is this part of my job duties
2: (laughs) grab anything
0: yeah
1: right Am I going to use human wave tactics against the mass shooter?
0: <laughs> It'll be a, a funny sketch. And any comedian can feel free to steal this because I'm never going to be able to put it together. it would be really funny if you just sketch like you're in an office building and you're watching one of those mass shooter videos. And the mass shooter in the video looks just like you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and everyone just unsettled forever. And you was just like. And
0: they're just like, What the hell?
2: What the hell? That definitely feels like a Tim Robinson thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Also, in a Mass Shooter video, there was a guy in there that it, it was just Ben. Mr. Movies was in was in there. That's
2: right. Oh, that's I made true. my fun. Yeah. Uh, like for for the organization, uh, I helped make that video, and also I made my own little uh, Alfred Hitchcock cameo in it as well. I couldn't I couldn't resist. Is on your IMDb? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't I don't want people knowing about that one.
1: So we see some 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 Sele goons about to kill Shinji. Katsuragi shows up and saves him. She
0: b- barrels he down sits- the hallway, <laughs> does like a flying <laughs> yep. knee and shoots them. Mm-hmm. And T V tropes has the audacity to say that she used the element of
2: surprise. <laughs> 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 they saw her and they were shooting at her point blank. <laughs>
1: In the sense that she wasn't there. And then she was. And then she, then she was. Yeah. What, I guess you could call that surprise. Was it a
0: surprising scenario? Sure. Did she leverage that element of surprise? No. They knew she was there. They were shooting directly at her.
2: I guess it was a surprise that she's the only person in the building that is actively, actively running towards them yeah, instead of away true. from them. Maybe that's what they meant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And these goons, like most movie goons, they suck. They can't hit a single person running directly at them with automatic (laughs) weapons. (laughs)
2: And
1: she kills them all in close quarters combat.
2: Well, I don't know. know. It didn't show her. It didn't show her that much while she was running up to them. Like maybe if it cut back to her, she was just she was just like she's running like like two meters away, like dodging like (laughs) like like Goku, just like.
1: Oh, do you think it's the good Bad, the ugly rules where things off screen don't exist? Yeah. Until we see them? Yeah. yeah. I, that's how it works. I think so.
0: I, I like the idea that she's she started running like hundreds of feet away from them. <laughs>
2: she's coming up. They're like, she's
0: she's running somewhere else. There's it's no like
2: way. <laughs> it's like that scene in Monty Python and the Holy Grail with the, with the knight running up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's two guys sitting like... Is she getting closer? <laughs> I
2: think she can.
1: Daryl,
0: she's getting. There's closer no to way. There's no, there's no way. We have guns. We're in control here. Why would she. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's got a gun! Um, but yeah. When the guy says nothing personal, kid, I just. All I could think was the meme. All I could think was nurse, nothing personnel, kid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Kyle kills all those guys. Shinji's begging Asuka for help. I mean, she's not there. He's just talking yeah, to a like non-existent Asuka. Begging. We find out that the reason that they're not just nuking them into non-existence is the fact that the Magi originals were there, and then they drop an N2 bomb on them anyways. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, they change. I mean, turn tail real quick on that one. yeah.
1: And then after the n2 bomb blows a hole in the ceiling, just tons of missiles yeah. just <laughs> blanket the whole area.
0: Yeah, you could if you blinked, you would think that there was just a, a huge white mass that dropped down cuz all the trails just kind of converge into one huge system of of missiles and it's uh just it's just funny. It's just funny the scale of some of this stuff.
1: Yeah. It reminded me of that old video game. Like, one of the very first... What was it called? Missile Command or something? Where it was, that was the, the end, like... The bad end was the nukes come out of the sky and then you see those long trails. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. Um...
0: So um this is when Asuka... Is when Asuka wakes up? Or am I skipping ahead? No. We're, oh, my God. We're still, we're still behind. My notes.
1: The, we find out that the second impact that happened 15 years ago was done by humans to revert Adam back to embryonic state before... Angel showed up and killed all of us. Um, And uh, here's where Katsuragi just drops the knowledge that humans and angels are the same. We're the same kind of thing. We come from the same place, and we are the 18th angel.
2: Whoa. And
1: it was a a fight for survival.
2: Mm. Yep. And that humanity, as I kind of thought earlier, is derived from Lilith, whereas the angels kind of came directly from Adam.
1: And we find out that the... uh, the Ava's are, gonna be, are what's gonna st- cause third impact? They gotta gotta be around. So Kots Rockies like to destroy all the Ava's. Get rid of them. That way they can't have the third impact and humanity will live in its current form. You get another hard ass line, which is only man is capable of harboring such contempt for itself.
3: Mm. Yeah. It's about it. hmm
1: You ever see a penguin have self loathing? I don't think so. <laughs> Pin Pin. Where's Pinpin? Pin? Holy shit! Yeah. No pin. Oh, yes, in a way. That's right. Yes.
0: It's we do get a shot of Pin Pin later on, but it is much different context. True. Mm-hmm.
1: We get a random scene of some Japanese bureaucrat being like, well, they're going to destroy Nerve. I guess we'll just uh, trash the whole area. Fuck it. And it's like, all right, you guys are getting way ahead of yourselves here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes you, know, you just walk around and see what doors are open. You go, you, and you see which one's open, you just go crazy inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. Start tearing <laughs> shit off the walls. Yeah.
1: So here's where we get Asuka uh, at the bottom of the lake with bombs being dropped on her and she's screaming out. She doesn't want to die. Calling out for help for her mother. And now, you know, O2 wakes yeah. up and that boat
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the underground lake finally becomes yeah. important.
0: Yeah. You- There's a great but moment where up. when they're shooting at her and she, she just does like a slight move, just like a little mm-hmm. bit of a lean and it just completely destroys their, their offense. It's amazing.
2: And and the score during yeah. this, like when she's coming out of the lake and you have the orchestral choir behind it. It's it's a beautiful moment. It's so cool.
1: Didn't it also give you Godzilla vibes?
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Even, even the music that was playing before that, uh, before that specific scene, there it felt like I had heard that somewhere before. I don't know. There were some musical stings in here that kind of felt like they, it felt like they came from like, GMK, like uh, Giant Monsters All Out Attack, because a lot of the music in that one kind of sounded like this, and this came out just a few years afterwards. So I don't know if it influenced a lot of the tracks or if they just straight up used that track, but I feel like I've heard it somewhere before.
1: And one small note that I have here is when she lifts the boat up, it realistically starts to fall apart at two ends as you would with a giant... That was one problem I always had with Pacific Rim. It's a cool scene where they use the boat as a fucking weapon. But that's, yeah, that's it would fall apart. not how boats do. Yeah, it's not how physics work. But yeah, Seth, so now is when the, the, the military gets getting their ass handed to them. And Sele is like, ah, fuck. Ava's the cursed existence. <laughs> we will conquer evil with evil. And we cut to the skies. And what do we see?
2: We see these
0: white Ava-looking you know, beings, which are you know, Ava's 5 through 13, I believe. Um, and 6 through 13. Six through 13. And uh, yeah, they're circling around. They all, they're all they all much more organic than the Avas were used to. Whenever they transform, like, some of them will have wings. They'll just like, kind of get sucked back into their bodies. And that is not not as many robotic parts. And they were, they were very... Lame, but in a way that I think makes sense because they, like I said, they kind of have become they were kind of like you know, they're just way less cool than the original Avas because there is it, it kind of gotten to the point where the technology had been so advanced that they were like they, get, they can engineer all the like janky stuff out of it basically. And the janky stuff is kind of what makes the, the the Avas from the beginning of the show so cool. So now they're it's just, just kind of like they're like the Apple products now. You know the, the, the Apple products of Avas, and it's like they work. Sure, they're maybe they're good to use, but they, you know they're all very sanitized looking. And mm-hmm. but I, and I think that's a—it's really cool because it gets juxtaposed against Unit 02 once Asuka's able to fight them. And uh, it the the look and feel of that fight scene, not only is it really well choreographed, but just the the fact that we have the old school Ava we're used to with all this jank versus these these new sleek guys. Is uh, a really cool imagery.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, fun fact, uh on the uh the dummy plugs that they're putting in, it says cowroo on them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Good catch. Yeah,
1: Ray was there, was Nerve Dummy plug and cowroo was Sales. Mm-hmm. Also, just a quick question, they never mm-hmm. say it in the movie. Do you know what those things are called those Avas? Mm-hmm. To Seth's point, they are the mass production Ava's. Yes.
0: MPs. Mm-hmm. The summary I was reading kept calling them that, so I was like, maybe I just missed it in the movie when they started calling it that. So I'll just say it. But yeah, the mass pro- mass produced Avas, yeah.
1: The military police Avas. That's what I kept
0: saying in my head, which you know, shoe fits. Point, Ava's.
1: <laughs> um, we uh, there's Alice goes back to her old self. I love it. She's fucking yeah. girl bossing around again. Yeah,
2: yeah, it, it, it's awesome. And then also just like, the way this whole scene is animated and also the different facial animations they start using for her. Like, there are some points where she does not look like herself yeah. in there because of how intense she's getting. And I just really love how creative, like, this team was told, hey, go out there and do something special with this. Like, switch it up a little bit. It was, uh, like, I hate to I hate to bring up Brennan Stempy and, like, it's piece of shit creator John K. But, like, yeah. he, always, he always had a role where it's like, I do not want any... Like frame of animation to look the same as the other. He wanted he wanted like unique designs every single time you showed the characters on screen. It kind of gave me that vibe a little bit.
0: Yeah, you see that.
1: And so we get some more. We get Katsuraki gets shot um, during an action scene, uh, trying to get Shinji away to Unit O one, and she's going to send him on by himself. And we get kind of a miniature encapsulation of his of his internal argument of episodes 25 26 of the show um of him feeling feeling worthless and her trying to counteract that and tell him no do this anyways and so there's a there's a a very quick sort of like a a segment where that happens
0: yeah and then a scene that once again both me and ben kind of recoiled during is that katsuragi kisses shinji um and it's once again, for the unrefined Americans that we are, it was uh, it was off-putting and weird, and I did not like it. And mm-hmm. I especially did not like when afterwards she was like, "That was an adult kiss. We'll do the rest later." I mean, it uh, it's also an empty promise because she knows she's about to bleed out and die and explode um so it's a little bit of it's it's just kind of like a a thing to keep him motivated which one does not work shinji just goes back to being very depressed once he sees unit one um but yeah it is another moment in the episode or in the movie where i was not on board with the decisions being made on screen and i just did not like it so that's just my take i i i i couldn't stomach it to be honest
1: think so uh, it's just me talking you're not supposed to like it
0: yeah you're
1: supposed to. you're supposed this is a you're having the appropriate reaction mm-hmm. to this yeah. i don't
0: i don't feel like the movie treats it that way though hmm. that's just my opinion i don't think that the movie treats katsuragi's final action as something i'm supposed to be disgusted about i don't know maybe i don't maybe i just um, I'm not. i didn't maybe i need to watch it one more time i, I only watched it once and you guys have seen it more than that
2: the way I see it, it, it feels like a dying, dying woman's final act of desperation to motivate a young teenage boy. And even though it's not, you know, it's not right. This is like a do or die situation, and she's trying to find. She's already tried everything to try to get this kid out of his uh, out of his mental cage and try to get back up and fight. She's like, she's literally been dragging his ass around. Around uh, the headquarters. And early, she was just yelling at him. It's like, if you're looking for sympathy, forget it. She's like, she she was grabbing his face. And she was like, if you do not go through with this, I will curse your name every day until the day I die. And so I guess yeah. like, so I, I, I think she's... 45 seconds from now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved but,
0: all of that part. The, the whole speech she gives Shinji before this and her, you know, giving it an actual like, I don't know, boxing coach style pep talk to him. Mm-hmm. That was all really, really cool. Uh, I loved that that the, all that stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: This is again one of those controversial scenes of the entire yeah. story. Um, like exactly, other and guys, the
0: time I was worried about her soul burning forever in hell. I want <laughs> I want the best for her. I want her to to reside in heaven when after she dies. Right now, so sorry, guys, that I was worried about Katsuragi's soul. <laughs>
1: You see now, this is why way back after after Toji had the whole thing with Shinji, when she like put her hand on his in his bedroom and he pulls away from her in disgust. That's why I said, did y'all get a sexual element from that? Because mm-hmm. I think there was supposed to be one. I think that there is supposed to be some element of that in there. Mm. And you're supposed to not like it, obviously.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely didn't like it. And maybe I need to watch it again to see if it's uh, if I feel like it was intended that way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that from my first viewing, I'll say.
1: So, back up on the surface, by the way, I, Asuka is still being a girl boss. She's like, oh, 20 seconds to kill everyone, in these motherfuckers? No problem, and is going to town on
0: them.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, th- th- this was awesome. It was, <laughs> it was,
0: Um, it was a dope scene. They, like I said, we get to see our beloved janky Avas versus these these Apple Avas, and it's really, really cool to see, and it's Obviously, we're going to get to it in a minute. It is a little too easy at times, where I was like, are these really... These are the mass-produced avas that are supposed to be, like, the the, the advanced beings. Because just, She just runs up and just fucking rips, rips them in half, like, fucking, you know, head mm-hmm. to dick, like, immediately. Um, but all the time, like, it's, those things are so cool. And they, they have these cool, like, there's a name for it, but they have those big, like, lance weapons that are kind of, like two great swords kind of attack or two broad swords kind of attached to each other. And it's, it's really, really cool. Whenever they like, whenever they try to swing or whenever she uses one against them, it's just such a cool weapon, especially when it's that big.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: She gets in one more idiot Shinji. Yep. She's
0: killing
1: <laughs> and Shinji's just down below, just sitting there looking at, you know, one won't get in it, yep. you know, just sort of like paralyzed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we get into a, a whole other plot which is Gendo and Ray have gone down to where Lilith is at the lake of LCL. And who do they find? Ritzko. Yeah.
2: She's out of her cage. She's been out, she's out got of her a cage. Culling. She's <laughs> been doing just fine. Um, but I don't know about that last part. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, she is uh, She's like, hey, I rigged this motherfucker to self-destruct. Nothing you can do about it. Guess what? And then, turns out that didn't really pan out that way because which which magi was it that Casper. Casper was like no and that's obviously her mom siding with Gendo over her over her daughter which is hmm. insanely fucked in so yeah. many ways and then I believe the way the sa- the scene plays out is that Gendo points the gun at her and he says like half of a sentence and the s- sound cuts out and he shoots her and kills her he says something like.
1: He says, "I want you to know that I truly always." Yeah, and then, and
0: then sound cuts out, shoots her into LCL fluid.
1: She before before get shot, she get shot. She says, "I don't believe you." Yeah, and then he shoots her. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the most controversial scenes as well of the anime. Of people are fucking pissed and want to know what he said. And Anno has been like. He doesn't actually say anything. We don't know what he said. Yeah, there's no lines that we wrote.
2: Yeah, uh, because apparently uh, I I I perused the trivia section of IMDb before this. Apparently, there there was supposed to be an explosion during that scene. So, and it was supposed to like cut cut Gendo off, so you couldn't hear him. But then they changed it. But then they just decided let's not give him anything to say. Let's just keep it like it was.
1: Awesome, love that. Yeah. So good. yeah, brilliant. <clears throat> And yeah, and then this gave rise to one of the greatest memes of all time, which is the image of Gendo raising the gun and shooting it, and it just says, Gendoned. <laughs> um, and we get the, we get sort of the, uh, the finale of Asuka's, uh, violent fucking, uh, Cory, like, beautiful dance happening up above ground, mm-hmm. um, and she does it. She kills all of them. She gets the last one yeah. as her power runs yeah. out. Yeah. Oh,
0: something I mentioned is that her power is, you know, dwindling. Yeah. She had like, what, th- I think three and a half minutes when it started out to kill all of them. Yeah. And she does it. She fucking does it perfectly.
2: Mm-hmm. If only it were so simple. Down. Yeah, but guess ben what? Won't, ben won't get this,
1: but I said Asuka does the impossible, sees the invisible, and breaks the unbreakable. Um, That's for later. Ben, won't, ben will understand that at some okay.
3: point. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But then one of these things throws that fucking chunky weapon at it that Seth likes and it transforms into the fucking spear of Longinus. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Which is wait, wild. Wait, when this happened, I, I if I remember correctly, I literally gasped. He did. Yeah. He did. I was he like, did it oh! It's like, no <laughs> God damn it. And um, Stabs her in the head. Yeah. And yeah. What happens after that? Oh, this is this this was brutal. Like because up until this point, I forgot about the fact that they can feel everything that happens to the Avas. They have that like they're connected to the nerves and all that. So like it gets pierced through the head and you just see blood gushing from her head. And then she just the battery runs out. She falls back on it and she's like trying to like get up and move. But and then they all just surround her and they they. Oh, yeah. And before that
0: ripping her apart.
2: Oh, yeah, and before that, like, all the dead, or the dead Avas, they rise back up. Yeah. And uh, they devour that thing. Yeah, and
0: go at it like vultures.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's terrifying. And it, it's just, it's just, a, it's just a big kick to the dick, you know? Like, Asuka is finally back in her groove. She just did something insanely heroic. And now... She's just getting tortured, basically. And also, yeah. I just, I just got to say, I, I, I feel bad. I do not remember the name of Asuka's, uh English voice actor, but she was fucking killing it. Yeah. In this one specifically, just so much, uh, just even all the lines she had to repeat over and over again, just all the emotion that she was bringing to it. It was uh, everybody's voice actor. I thought did a phenomenal job in this. Uh, I never really heard the original English dub for the original version of The End of Evangelion, but I, I I will defend this Netflix cast till the day I die. I think they're great. Yeah. Um, and then... Um,
1: did y'all, by the way, did y'all, when, they, when they were eating, you know, 2 did y'all get sort of a Prometheus vibe from that
2: mm. A look
0: li-
1: Like the original story of Prometheus with the bird devouring his liver? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah.
1: Because they're kind of bird-like with the wings.
0: Just yeah, I, was the, I, I, was, I had more vulture vibes, but yeah, I can, I can see mm-hmm. that.
1: Oh. Also, side note real quick, go back to the fight. How cool was it that Asuka pulls her prog knife, stabs one of these things, it breaks, but there's a second blade that comes out the <laughs> back of the prog knife. Yeah. Hell
2: yeah. Uh, that, That's that why it's great. called the prog knife. I get it now. <laughs> it all makes sense.
1: There we go. We found it. And yeah, when when she's sitting there, her a was all torn up, and she's reaching towards the sky, and she's saying, "I'll kill you, yeah. I'll kill you." Mm-hmm. And her voice actress, like you said, is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and then yeah, they yeah. rain
0: down spears oh. on her and fucking absolutely destroy her. And you and, see her in arm her
2: like you see her arm split in half too. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it's, it's pretty like, wh- fucked up. What a hell of a way to go. That was. Ugh. well what we thought at first but we'll get to that
1: i gotta go back one second again i'm yeah. sorry i forgot to mention this at the very beginning of the fight when she gets up out of the water and a missile full-on slams into you know yeah. face, and then she just like grabs another <laughs> one and <they> blow up. <laughs> yeah. that was so gorgeously animated. yeah it was cool it.
2: it was fucking awesome it was so cool
1: because this is the one action scene. In this whole goddamn movie basically is this one thing with Oscar. There's no other action scenes really, other than some on the ground shooting. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, because we get we get baited pretty quickly after this, and thinking we're gonna get another one.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because Yui refuses to give up. If if Shinji won't get in the robot, she puts his ass in the robot. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. <laughs> so they break break free of the little uh, sugar that they were. Light. Yep. There it is. Oh, I said sugar, don't know why. um they were in, Baking. and then fucking O-1 o- is back operational, and Shinji's in the cockpit, or the entry yeah. plug.
2: The, yeah, it, it explodes from headquarters, and people in the distance are like, it's Unit 1, the devil incarnate, and it has the big fucking wings that we saw like coming out of the hole during the second impact earlier. And at all this point, like uh, so many neurons were clicking for me. I was like, oh, oh! Oh! And just it shoots up, it looks badass, and like Shenji, he actually has a little bit of a smile on his face, but then all that is just immediately undercut when he sees the remains of Ava Unit 2, and he unleashes what can only be described as one of the most bone-chilling, blood-curdling screams I have ever heard in my entire life. Yep. And the way his face is animated, too, when he sees it, there's just so much, like, there's so much dread and panic on there. Just, like, they, they went all out with the, just the facial animation in general for this movie.
0: Yeah. Shinji mourns the only way he knows how to, screaming at the top of his lungs.
2: Yeah. Yep. Well,
1: there's a concept in anime, in animation, called sakuga. And sakuga is the idea of the money. We put the money into this shot, this scene, this fight, whatever, and a lot of shows have their, their Sakuga moments, and this is it. Like, this whole movie basically is Sakuga, but yeah, the facial animations especially are Sakuga h- huge in this fucking show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, how cool was it when the, the, the cross that shot up out of the Geo Front splits into the wing? Oh, yeah. How, how dope was that?
2: Oh, it was so good. It was yeah, so good. Yeah, that was the whole
0: image we get of Unit 01 here at the end is is really nice.
2: I was like, oh, Shinji's about to go fucking off, and then, nope. (laughs) I was like,
0: Shinji's on one. He's gonna be fucking destroying everything in his way.
2: Mm -hmm. I got, like, first time Naruto channeled the 9 Fox energy from it at first, because that whole scene where Naruto first, like, kicks in from the original anime, and he just starts kicking that lady's ass. I almost got vibes from that. I was like, oh, we're gonna get that here. Nope not at all instead we had we got a to be continued title card and a full length credit sequence yep the in the length. middle of the movie
0: twisty dna helix credit yeah. sequence <laughs> it doesn't even match a lot of the other like typography of the show just no. just there
2: no i i, I was kind of hoping that it would have the same like lady float uh, or it would have it would still have ray floating in the water
0: yeah.
1: Also, this episode was entitled "Air" or "Love Is Destructive."
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: they add they had to add a new name to not interfere with the new Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Air Jordan movie. They <laughs> yeah. didn't want to. They didn't want to cross ties with that.
2: They predicted that back in twenty nineteen when Netflix First yeah. acquired the rights.
1: There's a movie coming out about Flaming Hot Cheetos. I watched it. Apparently, it's all not true. Yeah, I, I actually watched that movie.
0: Eye. Yeah. Really, was it good? I, I'm good? To be honest, it was actually kind of an enjoyable movie. It's not like it's not like everyone should go watch it. I watched it in the morning while I was like doing chores and stuff, but it wasn't bad. It's got some weird like religious messages in it that I wasn't a fan of, but it was still like overall pretty easy watch. So it's got some good actors in it. So yeah, nothing. It was directed by Eva Longoria. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no, no, no. You, yeah. You're you're downplaying it because there's the Flamin' Hot movie. There is the Air movie. There is the Tetris movie. There is a pinball inventor movie, and uh, there's the BlackBerry movie. So they're all coming all within the next, all within like four or five months of each other.
2: Yeah, the only thing is like I heard BlackBerry is actually pretty good because it has Clint Howardton in it, and yeah. uh, that, I love that guy.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the one I've heard from this crop is like supposed to be like really really good. So.
1: I have a note on Gwen Howard's and we'll talk about after this, this podcast. Okay. It's, not, it's not. Oh, I movie. thought you were to say he's,
0: he's been casting the live action Evangelion as Shinji.
1: <laughs> they. Dude, Netflix just, just showed off the live action one point piece trailer and it
3: looked
0: like it shit. It looks bad. And I'm not a One Piece fan, but. A, fan, a friend of mine who was a big fan sent me the trailer and asked for my honest thoughts. And I was like, well, my honest thoughts are that Netflix, 99% of what they make is complete dog shit. And if it's based on source material, they fucking ruin it every single fucking time. So I have no faith in this. And he was like, yeah. Oh,
1: they gotta learn. Stretchy powers are never going to look good in live action. It's just not. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. You can't do it. Yeah, You gotta let it go, man. The human brain just cannot wrap our <laughs> minds around the idea of someone stretching, and that's and that's okay. Some things can just be animated. That's fine. Yeah, we don't have to do this.
0: Yeah,
1: episode twenty six. Yes, <laughs> episode twenty
0: six. Um, m- what does it say? My purest heart for you, or I need you? The two titles. Um, pretty uh, pretty uh, crazy opening. We we just really get right into it with unit O one still kind of in that cross formation.
2: Yeah, they um, they just re show what they just showed us in case like yeah. it was previously <laughs> four minutes ago.
0: Yeah, the same movie you've been watching. Here's what happened.
2: Mm mm-hmm. hmm. We get here.
1: Well, that, that just the idea was eventually this this would be part of the broadcast. Yeah, they would they would show this in reruns. It never happened, I don't think. But that was yeah. How could you show this on TV? There's so much nudity in this fucking shit. How could you possibly? We start off with nudity here. We got naked ass Ray Mm -hmm. and Gendo with his fucked up hand, and he's like, "It's time, Ray. Let's do this." And she's (laughs) falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, this this again, it's nudity. This is not sexy at all. No, she is literally coming to pieces. Like her skin and meat and bones are falling off. Yeah,
0: this part doesn't offend me as much because it's like it's completely devoid of any kind of. Sexual feeling, I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: And the thing is, like, you know, we know Ray as a clone of Yui. We get that. But gendo never displays any kind of sexual interest in Ray. Yeah. You can tell he clearly does not even think of her as human.
0: Yeah, because man fucking bangs every other part of the day. We don't <laughs> need that anymore.
1: <laughs> and so he reaches his hand literally inside of her chest. Mm-hmm.
0: Goes just just right just inside. Put it on in there. Yep.
1: And then she seems uncomfortable with this, as I would imagine you would be. And then we cut back to uh, Shinji still screaming, and the the spear of Longinus
3: it
0: dislodges from its orbit in the moon and flies directly and stops like one inch from Unit 01's throat. Mm. Me and Ben also gasped at this.
2: Yeah, it's like, oh, it's back! It's back!
0: Finally, my boy Longinus. Longinus
2: really, really gets you, too. Yeah. <laughs> We're big Longinus fans. Yeah.
1: You two mark out for Longinus over here.
2: I stood and clapped when the Spear of Longinus <laughs> showed up. <laughs> I was like, well, I know what that is!
1: Ben, you just gave me a terrifying nightmare vision of, like, in six years, I'm going to be, for some god of forsaken reason, watching a Marvel movie, and the Spear of Longinus is going to show up <laughs> in a scene... I'm going to commit suicide in the theater.
0: You see, Kevin Feige, he'll just be like, "Yeah, we throw in a little, uh, little Easter egg for all you Evangelion fans. Yeah, there might be a movie on the way. We've cast Tom Holland's little brother as Shinji,
2: (laughs) Captain America.
1: I will, I will go first. Reformed on you, Kevin Feige."
2: Captain America's back and like he reaches out his hand and instead, of the, and instead of Thor's hammer it's the Spear of Longinus. It's the Spear of Longinus.
1: <laughs> it crushes him because it's 400
3: feet tall. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. You know they they changed the name of the new Captain America movie from New World Order to Brave New World. Why not mm-hmm. just do one more they really? Yeah. Why not just do one more title change. Captain America
2: <laughs> Spear of Longinus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America: End of Evangelion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, this is no. We can't do this. Um, they've been trying to get a live action Evangelion made for
0: ever and now. they shouldn't.
2: No, like, no, not at first of all.
0: all, all these live action adaptations are bad, but they're not. Those aren't. They're not bad because the you know you can't make them live action. You could make some of this stuff live action if you wanted to. Evangelion you can't make live action. Mm-mm. There's just not oh there is not a budget. Like Ben won't get this yet. He will in the future. But that's like trying to say that you're going to make Gurren Lagan live action. Like there's just there is not enough money on this earth to put that on screen in a way that will do it justice, you know?
2: Same could be said for like something like uh, Akita. Like they've been trying to yeah. make a live action Akita for decades and there's just the budget required to do something like that is yeah. astronomical.
0: And it's like why? yeah what what would a live action version of akira really give us that yeah. the animated one doesn't give us that movie is like one of the
2: like perfect movies you know it's the quintessential anime movie yeah
1: they're making a show of the actual the full manga story oh okay finally uh, after all these years okay that's cool um yeah, I actually saw one time in the in the like mid two thousands they were trying to get uh, Evangelion off the ground with uh, Will Smith playing Gendo. I this was going to
0: say Shinji. I mean, can you? <laughs> but honestly, it would not be good. But imagining a Will Smith Gendo Jaden Smith Shinji movie, <laughs> that'd be kind of good. Like yeah. just the the idea. It would not be executed well, but watching it, I could imagine being like, "There's something here."
2: Just the there's imagery. something on screen. The imagery, yeah, just the yeah. image of Will Smith doing the Gendo pose. Mm.
1: He's in the, he's in like the studio. Is they like, talking to him, and he's just like, "So you're taking a movie? And in this movie, my wife disappeared.
2: Interesting. Tell me." <laughs>
0: that yeah. that. Um. He's like, "Oh, so she could just she could just be gone,
2: huh? <laughs> yeah, well, that's this a movie. Is- <laughs> oh, interesting.
1: Okay." I love this part because at this point, Sele goes from the Illuminati to a Cthulhu Doomsday. Cult. Yes, yeah.
0: yes, they they flip the switch real fast on that one, and they immediately um, just start to cruci- literally crucify Unit One. I mean, mm-hmm. it is the, the the Christian imagery or the evangelical in- imagery never gets as far as it does here. Like mm-hmm. they are literally crucifying one. The spear of Longinus is there, tra- mm-hmm. threatening to kill him. Yeah. It is hilarious and amazing and beautiful and just one of the coolest things you'll see.
2: And they're all speaking at the same time together, as well as if they have a script.
1: <laughs> of that. And then in, they're they're intoning a, a spell, yeah. is an incantation. They're performing. Yeah. Uh, they, they even say that Shinji now has the stigmata. You know, and I'm like, yep, I'm just going for it. Yeah. It's like, this is a
2: lot to take in right now.
1: <laughs> because, again, this is not said in the show, but this is all from the Dead Sea Scrolls. They're just going through the motions of an instruction manual they found mm-hmm. about how to do this nonsense. And it's working. And the, the mass production Ava's are turning into... Okay, we, we'll get into that in a second, actually. That doesn't happen just yet. Yeah. Um, but we start talking about the, now the anti-AT field.
0: Mm, yes, which... Considering we now we know what an AT field is now, you know it's you know it's, it's something within the human heart that protects us. Blah 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 blah. The anti-AT field just sounds like the scariest idea. Then you know, mm. it, 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 if it's if it can counter the thing that is inside all of us, that that's just that's a terrifying idea. Mm-hmm. It's an absolutely terrifying idea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I love I, I we got I would say you also that 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 shape that they they form originally that we see in the beginning of the show that like couple of circles with the lines to it that's a thing from Hebrew mythology or Judaism it's the the Tree of Separat um it's part of Kabbalah oh the I guy guess. from Final that's Fantasy
0: cool.
3: yeah <laughs> this
1: motherfucker I'll, I'll, I, I I'll saw I, don't know. I
0: saw Ben forming that joke and I was like I gotta get to it first
2: <laughs> you're right I w- I was, I was so trying to get it out sword. there. <laughs> Yeah, you got, you got me.
1: Um, so yeah, but that's happening, and I love that when the explosion happens, it forms a giant eyeball yes. on the planet. Yeah,
0: it it looked that was another time when Ben gasped because mm-hmm. it looked really, really cool.
2: Yeah, just like at just uh, uh, something about Hidekiano and his obsession with eyeballs. Like that's just a constant part of his style. And, like, the eyes are always very important.
0: Yeah, there, there are actually tons of prestigious filmmakers who have had, like, eye imagery be important to their works. And, you know, people people have tried to analyze it. And I'm like, guys, it's because we watch stuff with our eyes.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it kind of, it's just kind of a unifying thing that filmmakers and people who make visual media are a little attached to. Because without it, you know, their, their work really wouldn't be able to be literally be seen. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 really, really cool the way that um the Anno integrates this stuff into
2: his work.
1: Also, just like goodbye Japan. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's gone. Just <laughs> dead.
1: And I think parts of China were also Korea's probably gone. But that fucking explosion was gigantic. It was and it reveals the black moon mm. that has been underneath Nerve this whole time. Mm. And again, they never explain the Black Moon, oh. but I will explain it to you, trust me, okay. uh, what it is. The Egg of Lilith, they call it, where humans came from. Mm. That's where we're from, guys. So, so we're all
2: Japanese? Yes. Okay, cool. I kind of Good felt enough. it at some point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then Rey rejects Gendo. She pu- sucks his arm off of his body into her own soul Yeah, yeah then- she... I-
2: I missed that the first time around, like, I, I rewatched it again today, and I, that's when I noticed, I was like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, and she
0: just goes, and she's like, guess what? She's just like, guess what, I'm the captain now, Gendo, The shit's over.
2: Yeah, she said, I'm not your doll. Uh, like, I'm not I, your doll. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, hell yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> get him, Ray.
0: Yeah.
2: So then she just ascends so- up to Lilith, and just kind of fucking chills,
0: just goes yeah. inside, make make yourself a home.
2: Lilith accepts her, just kind of opens up. Home? Yep.
0: Yep. And importantly,
1: Ray has Adam aside of her as well. So Adam and Lilith are now united. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. And so we get this. Oh, go ahead.
1: Lilith's mask falls off. Yes, Mm -hmm.
0: we get this incredible scene where, as Lilith starts to grow, the mask, like, stays on the ground, kind of like, you know, in the area where she is, like, with Gendo. And then you just get this, like, cheese pull like you know pizza cheese pull up of her of her face splitting off and she's getting bigger and bigger before you before we find out that she now has Ray's
2: face and Mm -hmm. it is a really really cool scene yeah it was Ray Ayanami the whole time (laughs) I would have got away with it (laughs) it was me all along
1: Did y'all did the first though? This whole sequence gives me horror vibes. I, I got oh, yeah. horror. Oh from yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Just like when she's rising up and just passing through everybody, like her hand goes through a buki and she just starts screaming. <laughs> I yeah. was like, yeah, same, same. Yeah.
0: A big hand passes through you. You lose your shit immediately.
2: Yeah.
1: And she gets. I mean, she gets so gigantic. She fucking ascends into outer space. Just her torso is that tall it's it's i love the use of scale oh yeah to show how crazy shit's getting Mm -hmm. you know the big eye and
0: now just high tech giga ray as i (laughs) call it giga ray and they yeah they just they're like this is the last episode of the show might as well literally go as big as we possibly can
1: the uh the math production avas begin to fuse into ray and Shinji is just losing his mm-hmm. mind, screaming again. VA doing great work yeah.
0: here. Yeah, yeah, and like, I'm sure, just, this guy was strained afterwards.
2: Yeah, just <laughs> he probably had to do like seventeen takes, and just afterwards, he's just <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> just drenched in sweat. Please let me go. Please let me go. But also, just once again, the facial animation here it gets more grotesque, and just like the the face on Shinji, it's like uh, that. This is like the final straw, he has snapped mentally. And he is not liking what he sees at all. Yeah.
1: They even talk about it in the control room. They're like, this is part of the plan. We need to break his ego down to nothing to, to start the third impact or to finish it, basically. Mm-hmm. And also, we first time we hear the, uh, the the idea of a pattern red, you know, we've heard pattern blue and pattern orange. Now I got pattern red. Yeah. Which is, uh, and we find out that the fruit of life and the fruit of knowledge have been united and now unit 01 is equivalent to god and shinji is in control of reality <laughs> yeah, right now which
0: <laughs> just sounds like the the scariest outcome of the show
2: <laughs> he went and i love he <laughs> went from just not wanting to have any responsibility at all at the beginning of this just wanting to die to now he is in charge of everything <laughs> he's at the center of life
1: and that was the plan yeah
2: yeah. this
1: wasn't a mistake or an accident they wanted this to happen which
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I love remember how earlier in the show we had that scene where Katsuragi was like did we or it was like what are angels yeah. what are, yeah, are, are avos? what are we even doing And yeah, what are they going to do once all this is see, over yeah we get a scene where Ibuki looks up and is like did we do the right thing
3: mmm Mm.
2: chilling yeah. chilling question yeah and I'll, to ask yourself now, especially also, how are they seeing all this? Computers. Well, yeah, but like at some point we cut to them and they're seeing like what we're seeing on a screen. It's like, where's the camera? Like, what? Will, <laughs> how are drone. they getting this imagery? Oh, OK. Yeah, that makes sense. Space, I mean, space drone.
1: In the cockpit of, Unit know, one. In the cockpit of unit one, mm-hmm. the 01 there's surly cameras in there. Like we've seen. Them yeah, before. Tr- they had true, that. true, 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 true. But let's not forget, right now, NERV is on top of the Black Moon being sucked up into outer space. Oh, yeah. Like, these people are in the craziest place you could imagine.
0: Yeah. How are they maintaining a network connection? Okay.
2: <laughs> this is bullshit. Well, I mean, they're getting closer to the satellites that they're using, that which are oh, in space. yeah. There we
1: go. yeah. NERV has the best IT people
2: in the The
0: Black Sun is one big Linksys router just pushing them <laughs> in the sky.
1: And so, now Yui speaks to, speaks through Rei, and they ask Shinji what his wish is, which is a big yep. one. Yep.
0: And then, bitch mentality takes him.
1: Yeah, we see him in his mind in the, in the past. He builds a little sand pyramid then destroys it, which, you know, reflects what happened to the Geofront yep. and all that kind of nonsense. And then we get that scene from the from the show, that big one that everybody was was so into Katsuragi and Kaji in bed. But this time, we get a little bit more.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see some 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 more. You can't, you can't. It's not explicit. I guess for Japan, it's explicit, but yeah. mm-hmm. so a, a little more heavily implicit images this time. Mm-hmm.
1: The noises are pretty explosive. Yeah,
0: that's true. And the to- true.
2: the toes curling uh, really drives the point home. When the when the toes go like, sp- yeah, red, I was like, oh, I said, like, wow. oh shit,
0: oh, Kachi wow. knows
2: what he's doing. Good job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so we find we, we kind of see this idea that Shinji and Oscar are reflections of one another. They're kind of mirroring one another's experiences, and they're they're two sides of the same coin of people who were abandoned. And are dealing with it in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, also leading into some trans imagery people like to, to talk about.
0: And, um, and it's all really fucking weird. Yeah. But then we get to a scene that I think I'm probably going to watch a couple more times. Because I think it might be the best scene in the movie i don't i really don't know why but something about this scene between asuka and shinji in katsuragi's kitchen it just really really resonated and i, I it's because it, it's a it's a really weird and fucked up scene yeah but i was i could not like it, it all my attention was on this conversation i i couldn't even look anywhere else in the room i was just i was dialed in even when pin comes up it couldn't distract me um <laughs> but it wait. was it was crazy
2: yeah, but wait, is this before or after the scene with that song?
1: This is before oh. the scene. This, this, this that song kicks in
0: Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, yes,
2: yes. That's right. That's right. We can't remember exactly where it came in, but
0: um but, but yeah, so they're they're in the kitchen and it's a cl- kind of a classic scene we were seen earlier in the show basically where they're just arguing and you know, they just you know, he keeps trying to apologize and you know they're just going back and forth, and she, you know, she calls him pitiful, and they start to get a little physical with each other. You know, a little like, or you know, kind of knocking stuff and like in you know, the room, and uh, and what? What does he? I know he asks her a question. Um,
2: like I know, I, the, I know the beginning of this. Like he, he said, he said something like, "I want to be for, together forever," which, uh, which like, at, 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 I started asking. I have a few questions now. Like, one, is this happening inside of the Human Instrumentality Project? Is this happening inside of here? Was this something that happened earlier? Was this an unseen uh, event that happened on the show, maybe before they found uh, Asuka in that abandoned house in the tub? Like, was this something that actually happened? And then why is Shinji just all of a sudden, like, confessing his love, I assume, to to Asuka? Like, I this, this so many questions arose from this.
0: Yeah, and so he's, like, once they get to the, the culmination, he's, like, thrashing around, and he's, like, basically just saying, you know, I don't want to be alone, I mm-hmm. want to be with you, and, like, all these, he's, he doesn't want to be abandoned or killed, all that stuff, and then Asuka just looks at him and says, no, mm-hmm. with a freaking, with the loudest period possible at the end of the sentence, and so Shinji freezes up, and then he just starts strangling her, and she doesn't resist. And like I said, I have I've tr- I've been running this scene through my head since watching it. and I still haven't rewatched it yet, but th- I don't know. There's probably papers out there analyzing this one scene, and I, I want to try and look at them because it's it's been perplexing me ever since. And it obviously it plays a very important role in the very end of the movie. And it, it's it, it still is is just uh, messing with me. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm just still trying to rack my brain. Like I don't know if this is something that happened or if this is like just an illusion that's happening like collectively right now in the mind palace or so it's just i have i have a lot of questions
1: i don't have an answer god this damn it been, uh, shit very hotly debated what this scene means mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah my interpretation is this is all metaphorical this is all happening in shinji's head and this is him trying to come to terms with the instrumentality. But it could be a flashback to a scene we never saw. That's perfectly valid. you
0: know. Yeah, because I think the easiest way to read it is that, you know, we're already in a bunch of flashback or like visions and like mind palace stuff. So the easiest interpretation is that it's just part of that. But I really do like I didn't even think about it before until Ben brought it up that this could have actually happened because this is the only scene in here that it's not incredibly obvious. That this is in a mind palace. There's nothing mm-hmm. technically happening in the scene that is outside of reality. Um so yeah, now I want to watch it again even more, because maybe this did happen.
1: Do you know what makes me you think you're, you might be right, Ben? The coffee pot.
0: Mm. Because
3: yes. Because the
1: focus on the coffee pot is so, it's like, most things are focused on the characters. That coffee pot keeps getting so much time that it's like, that's too specific of an object
3: mm-hmm.
1: to just be part of the mind palace. Yeah. You know, I don't know. You might, let me wait.
2: Yeah, because that, like, that could have been something that happened, like, in between, like, episodes 23 and 24. And because we're like, everyone's kind of at their breaking point because this this, it feels her her, Oscar's characterization is more close to how she was at that time. So, you know, I, I don't know, it could be but like, like we said, it could be something, something in the mind palace, or it could have been something that happened. But we don't know, we don't have answers. Yeah. And
1: to be fair, getting choked out by Shinji Ikari would also put me into an existential funk. So Probably that's yeah. true. Yeah. I would also go to a bathtub in an abandoned building and rethink my yeah. life. <laughs> but this, my friends, is where the greatest piece of music in the sh- in the whole show, and possibly of all of anime, hits. Mm-hmm. My favorite song, Calm Susser Todd, begins to play. Mm. Um, under the under the scenes that are about to happen, it's so fucking beautiful. I love. Oh it. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah it's,
0: the, it's a very good piece of music.
2: Yeah, everything that happens here with this song set to it is it's 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 phenomenal.
1: And we see at Ray sort of like talking, debating with Shinji. We, we won't see we hear her talking about why do you have hands if you want to be part, You know, why do you have a heart if you want to be a part? Like, why do you have these things? While this music started playing. And we see the biggest ray of them all, the (laughs) Giga-ray, is here. The anti-AT field begins to spread. The Chamber of Guff opens in the black moon. And we get one of the most iconic, horrifying scenes in all of anime.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, As we we first see it happen to the Goon Squad oh As yeah yeah phantom rays begin to appear in front of them and take on the shape of their lo- their most loved person and they explode into lcl mm-hmm. yep
0: they become they they become little clothes on the ground full of fluid Mm-hmm. yeah
1: like a literal pop happens mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah and I don't know if we mentioned this but that's the last thing that Katsuragi saw before she died she saw a yes. ghost ray above her
2: mm-hmm um, which was really cool because it was literally like half a second before the explosion happened. Yeah, so it, you barely have time to register it. It's like, wait, is that? Right? <sighs> but yeah, like uh, fun fact. Well, like interesting. Like Abuki. Well, ritzko appeared to Abuki, which kind of confirms your uh, uh, your theory that you have presented many times on here, Smith.
0: Yep yep mm-hmm. ben did ben did go oh at that scene yeah so,
2: i was like i understand now <laughs> i get it
1: kataragi appeared to hugo and then the uh, the guy whose name i can't even remember the tall guy with the with the long hair yeah. he just saw ray which is kind of fucked up yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. a little yeah, yeah
0: maybe if they maybe if Ano didn't have a good person for somebody he's like let's hey, make it ray yeah just, just put ray in there who cares
1: Imagine this for a second, fellas. You're here in, in Georgia, North Carolina, minding your own business, other side of the planet, third impact starting to happen, and the fucking little phantom Japanese girl appears for a second, and you're like, first of all, I shit my pants. Yeah, yeah. But, Wait, what the fuck? And then she becomes your most loved person or whatever in the world. What, I mean, what's that like? I wonder <laughs> the rest of the
3: world.
0: Yeah. That's something that... If they ever were to do some addendums to Evangelion, I would love that. Some some looks at what's going on in like America and China and you know Africa. Like what's what is what are these people seeing and how? Because once again, we've talked about it so many times on the show. What does the rest of the world know about Nerve and the Angels and the Avas? For all we know, not much um because this isn't the big even though it's 2015 it's not the big internet age that we had here in 2015 and everything so they might so you might just be all of a sudden you know you might just be like on your way to work like fucking stressed out like oh my god i got this fucking tps report due today what am i gonna do and then in the passenger seat of your car it's like your grandma a, 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 a small you know anime asian girl <laughs> grandma you're fluid now <laughs> that's gotta be crazy
2: yeah
1: there's a scene in the stand in the expanded edition, Stephen King wrote, like a long section of like 200 pages where it's just little short vignettes of people um, who, who were immune after and how they died in different ways. Give me that. Yeah. Give me some little short films. Yeah.
2: Mm hmm.
1: I'd be into All it. All of
2: that's still set to that song.
1: Yes. Which, by the way, I just got to get into this real fast. The song was written by Anno. Oh, wow. Uh, first wow. Role. He wrote lyrics to it. Um,. It was sung by a South African singer um, that was in Japan for like a week and just got tapped to do this and another song for Evangelion. And we'll, you know, we'll get into something else about it later, but yeah.
2: yeah um, so my question yeah. is, if he wrote it, did he like, write it in Japanese and it was translated to English, or did he write it in English?
1: It was translated to English.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 um, I assume that in the regular Japanese dub that this is still English. The, it, it, the song.
1: Sorry, sorry, yes, the song is in J- is in English, yes, but he wrote it in Japanese, and a translator translated it to English, and it was sung in English. Oh, okay. Okay.
2: Okay, okay. okay. all right.
1: Um, but did, 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 did the song remind y'all of any particular songs? Did you hear another song while it was playing that, that, it, that, it, that it sounded like?
2: There's a part in it that kind of reminded me of November Rain, but I don't think that was the intention.
1: <laughs> no, the song it's referencing is Hey Jude. now
2: yeah okay all right yeah it clicks now i'm playing it
0: in my headphones right now and i completely i completely hear that yep
2: yeah
1: and and this is just this is a smith special this is my particular thing i think this song is a direct reference to hey jude for several for a couple of lines in there like let her under your skin and let her into your heart Mm. and it'll make it better Mm. wow i think that's yeah that's the song is referencing those those lines in hey jude Mm -hmm. Whole I thing. could
2: see it. Now, imagine this scene and everything that happens here, but replace this song with just Hey Jude. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it would kind of fit. At you know? least. Again, letter under your skin. Yeah.
2: Imagine a private
0: screening of this movie for uh, John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Uh, by the way, one of your songs inspired a piece of music from this movie. We think you might like it. And they've never seen Evangelion before. This <laughs>
2: is the first time they're seeing it. <laughs> Also, John Lennon would have already been dead by then, so he would have never even heard of "Evangel."
0: <laughs> well, that's for people who believe John Lennon's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. okay. Yeah. 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 Um, also, just on time, yeah, let's go back, let's do it again and read the lyrics. It's, it's a triple of a song, baby. It's a great song. Mm, it, it's I a really good song. I
0: was, I was mesmerized by this one.
1: And, guys, also, so here's a great question for y'all. What happens again,
0: though? Such a good—I mean, so we see him talk to Yui, um, and be like, "Honestly, I did the best I could. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm great to be honest with you."
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think, I think- but yeah,
0: I guess we don't. I guess he turns an LCL,
2: <laughs> and then Kaoru shows up for some reason.
0: Yeah. Yep. Kaoru's chilling.
2: mm-hmm Yeah, because Here, here's what. Yeah, because when I first saw the uh like the the outfits and stuff, I thought, oh, Shinji, no, it's fucking Cowroo. It was like, what the yep. fuck? Why are you here?
1: See, my interpretation of this scene is that Gendo does not get his salvation in the end because he gets bitten in half. Mm. He don't turn into L C L That's true. That man gets dismembered. Mm.
3: Yeah. That's true.
1: I feel like that's 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 just my that's my take on it. Uh from what I saw. Yeah, I that could be
2: wrong. I can see. Yeah, yeah, I can see that.
1: Also, up in space, the the MP Ava's have Ray's face.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes they're like bulging out and have eight of Ray's face. Uh uh yeah, pretty pretty fucked up shit. Yeah. Uh they're they're over that. We gotta we have to break Shinji mentally. I'm like, guys. he'll buckle over immediately why are you putting so much work into this i think i I
2: think we i think we completed that like 10 minutes ago i think we could
0: stop we completed that 15 episodes ago
1: (laughs) (laughs) and we see those those crosses appearing across the planet as everyone's souls begin to lift up out of their bodies And ascend into the black moon, you know, as the the union is starting to happen, of all people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, it's fucked up, because, uh, did y'all notice the the little forehead vagina that appears on the giant ring?
0: How
2: could you you forget? (laughs) Yeah, it's not like, like if you blink, you miss it, you know? It's very detailed. detailed. It's very, very detailed.
1: (laughs) It's got a clitoris on there. Yeah, It's got the whole thing. Yeah. But I've seen some folks
2: say, "Oh, that's just a, that's just an
0: eye socket. That's just a third eye. That's a, that's where the third eye is happening." What do your eye sockets look like, my man? <laughs> your eye sockets have a clitoris. That is, that's not good.
2: Maybe they do. We just haven't found it yet. <laughs> what,
0: if you, what if you like start pushing on your eyes and you you just immediately come?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I've never tried that. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to experiment. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: actually good good point because we've been to hear a lot of sex noises um because in my opinion instrumentality is represented in a way by sex sex is the union of of human flesh this is the union of the spirit that's happening so sex symbolizes it here
0: yeah that's where everyone has sex and they turn into fluid
1: yeah one big worldwide orgy
2: you know what this doesn't sound too bad actually Ben's like, I I wanna I want in on this human instrumentality stuff. That sounds awesome at first.
0: <laughs> and honestly, there only is at first. Once there's there's at first and then your mind's all in one, so you don't even really know.
2: hmm yeah. Yep, sounds great, actually. I'll I'll buy a ticket.
1: We see a brief flash of a piece of symbolism throughout the show, which is an exit sign. Yep. Um, which I think is important here because everyone's souls are merging everyone's retreating from individuality they're becoming one being it's the merging that gendo and sele technically wanted this whole time but then shinji's like no actually this is not
0: for me Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and we also hear asuka say it's not for me either yeah
2: yeah
0: (laughs) so they reject instrumentality yeah
2: which was funny like i'm trying to remember exactly what asuka said like uh, she was like n- not in your life, not if I, not if we were the last two people on Earth or something like that.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Not, she's like not even, not even if I was dead, but I become one with you? Yeah, uh, <laughs> something like that. that was the implication. Yeah. yeah,
0: she said I'd rather die than do it with you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn. Yep.
1: The worst she, the worst she can say is no. Unfortunately, folks, there's one. Oh, yeah, there is worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would you join the the giant group mind of all souls be united with me? And she's like, no. Fuck. No.
0: <laughs> and it's specifically because you're there. Yeah. There right. are billions <laughs> of other people there. And your involvement is the one thing holding me back from doing it.
1: Also, you wouldn't even be you anymore. You would be everybody. And because you're everybody?
2: No. no, <laughs> Yep. <laughs>
1: We get some some trippy real life video segments here. Some uh, Evangelion cosplayers, which is pretty fun. Yeah,
0: we see a empty movie theater, but you know, if you pay attention, the aisle and the seats kind of form a ac- cross imagery. Um, and we see people in the theater as well. And also, there's a time during this when like they clearly told people they were being filmed because there's one guy on the couch who's just like putting up signs to the to the camera, and it's just so
2: weird. <laughs> Part of me likes to think that when they showed this movie they just cut to cameras that were in the actual theater of uh, people that were watching the movie and then they were just seeing themselves
0: yeah. Can you imagine how fucking insane that would be if you were watching a movie and that happened
2: I, my brain would explode. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it would have been possible in 97 I think it I think it could be possible now I think we could it's definitely something.
0: possible now. And I think you might have just—you might have just given some filmmaker a crazy idea, Ben. Because mm-hmm. that would be fucking insane.
2: Yeah, just just cut into live shots of you, and you're like,
0: yeah, I would lose <laughs> my shit.
2: But also, like, this whole section is really cool. But during the scenes where it's just showing like Japan and all the scenic stuff, part of me was like, I kind of want to take this and edit this in the style of its of the "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" opening. <laughs> with neon yeah. to the sea in the in the font with the music and everything i want to see if i can yeah. i want to i'll take that to drawing bo- drawing board i have a lot of time off i'll yeah. see what i can do
0: the gang tries to unite the universe <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just been you me of I, there's this uh, movie you may have seen it called um uh reanimator yeah. uh from back in the day i watched the director's commentary one time on the movie and they talk about the first ever screening of the film. They showed it, and there was a guy in the crowd who early, very early on, we see a, a guy, like, his eyeballs go yeah. out of his head, and a guy in the crowd jumped up and screamed, I can't believe this shit! And ran out, <laughs> out of the theater. That would be me if the camera Then we be cut to me <laughs> on my couch watching it.
0: Okay, now that would be crazy. Yeah. That
1: would be no wild. No would ever see me again.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you you know, we're just sitting there shirtless, just like, just yep. like crumbs all over ourselves. What the yeah. fuck?
0: Big old, big old meatball sitting on your chest.
2: Yeah. What's <laughs> saving fuck? it for later? Just the sauce just dribbling down your mouth. You're it's just. You a, know what was the? Mess.
0: And this is this is. I'm not trying to give Netflix any ideas, but with the the fact that. Netflix has so many people who watch stuff on their phones these days. Other people watch whole movies on their phones. It is incredibly possible for them to do some kind of like front camera integration with a movie. And all of a sudden just show you watching the movie (laughs) inside of it. And ruin everyone's day.
1: today's news, mass violence broke out across the country. (laughs) The premiere of Netflix's new Black Mirror season 17.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> charlie brooker is in a guillotine as we speak <laughs> netflix's headquarters are burned down how dare you show me what i look like yeah. <laughs> where did
1: you get off <laughs> so we cut to Ray fused with shinji like her hands are in his chest mm-hmm. yeah and just talking about how like it's okay it's not for you. It's fine. You can go back.
0: Yeah. It's cool. And there's you know, she's just saying that, you know, in the LCLC, there's no AT fields, there's no individuality. Very ambiguous. Um and he asks he asks her, Are we dead? Like is this is this death? And Ray's like, not quite. <laughs> uh, not really. You know, we're not dead. Come on she says she tells him this is the world that he wished for because uh, you know i we earlier we got the line with his mom saying you know oh what do you wish for shinji and we kind of get we you know things get cut off and now phrase like this is what she wished for and he rejected go back it back
1: even to the to the, the, the original episodes yep of the whole debate of like do you want to be together with people or do you want to be apart you know what's your just like how do you want to live like shinji it's up to you you know yeah and and he rejects it and we see unit 01 burst from the fucking eyeball (laughs) of giga ray yeah
0: it's pretty cool
1: the black moon uh blows up and Ray messily dissolves; uh, her head falls off and shit. Ugh.
0: Yeah, really, really off-putting. Head falls off, and then it like starts like slide. The head slides like within itself mm-hmm. into like a little diagonal slit.
1: But we hear Yui again from back in the show when she talked about that thing about how anywhere can be paradise if you if you try hard enough to make it that way. And so it's kind of like you know talking about we see we see her, him talking to his mother. Inside the sea of LCL, and she's like, "Will you be okay?" And he's like, "I'll, you know, I'll be all right." And then he emerges from it. We hear that the Avas are an arc for humanity. We hear, we hear finally, Salee's plan to always leave behind a testament to humankind's existence out yep. there in space. Mm-hmm. You know, Earth will be gone, the sun will be gone, but the Ava will still be there to prove we were here. Mm-hmm. Oh! Oh! We forgot. Fucking uh! Uh! Giant Giga Ray sprays a huge thing of streak of blood across the moon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's pretty dope. From her neck, it's a, it's a lot of blood.
2: Mm-hmm. And then just and then just the the moon like the black moon just like cutting itself open over and over again with the blood just oozing down. Like by the end of it, just looking like penhead. Basically, you know. But the, that whole imagery was really cool.
1: To me, the haunting part was actually that the blood like sprayed across the moon, but then also the rest of it just remained in orbit. Yeah. Yep. Just this red just slash across the sky. Yeah. Such a cool, such cool imagery. And this, this, whole, this whole movie has such cool imagery. The show does, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we get the final scene where Shinji and Asuka wake up on the beach together.
0: Yeah. They wake up on the beach. Um. And when. Once again, we go back to the you know the scene that has still boggled my mind. He he gets on top of her and just starts to strangle her, but she does not fight back. And then she starts she starts caressing his face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get, I mean, possibly the most fitting end you can possibly get to Evangelion, where you know Shinji stops what he's doing. He 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 looks a little shocked. And he just starts crying, you know, like, directly into her chest. And Asuka just looks at him and says, Disgusting. (laughs) The end end. (laughs) of Evangelion. Beautiful. What the fuck? (laughs) I'm still... I'm still trying to, you know, put together that ending in my head. It's still... Is a a bit of an anomaly to me. I, I don't think there's anything. Wrong about it in the setting. I think it fits. Into the Evangelion canon pretty well. But. My god is it still. Confusing me. As to how they got to this.
1: Do you want to know how they got to it? I would love to. Because. Interesting fact. The final line. Was not ever set in stone. They knew Asuka would say something. They didn't know what she would say. And they tried, apparently dozens of things were said and recorded. And Anno was like, none of these are good enough. This is not what I want. And so he had the a- actresses, because it was two women yeah. for Shinji and Asuka, improvise. And he even had the actress who played Shinji get on top of Asuka's actress and choke her, not for real, but like pretend to, and just was like, just say what you would say. Like, what, what would you say here? And here's what he finally said to her to get it out of her, to, her, to the actress of playing Asuka. He said, Miyamura, her name. Just imagine you are sleeping in your bed and a stranger sneaks into your room. He can rape you any time as you are asleep, but he doesn't. Instead, he masturbates looking at you. When you wake up, you know what he did to you. What do you think you would say? And her thought was, this is what she said, I had been thinking he was a strange man, talking about Anna, (laughs) but at that moment, I felt disgusting. So I told him, I thought, disgusting. And then he sighed and said, Thought as
2: much. Mm. I thought as much. Wow! Wow! And
1: that's how she basically wrote the final line. Mm. Uh, it, just how cool was that? I
2: like, love. I love that. Like he, he just, he's just actively taking points and suggestions from the voice actors themselves. Like they're playing such an active role in creating this instead of just instead of just reading what was wrote for them. They're actually helping come up with stuff too.
1: they had played these two characters for so long, that like he valued their input as just like part of the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was really cool to me. Yeah. Um,
2: the, and yeah. Yeah. At the very end, just the end, no credits. Cause we already got those like halfway through the movie. I, I'm, I'm very happy. They didn't just do the credit sequence again. It was just cause that's something that a bunch of old movies used to do back in the day. Cause they would show all the credits before the movie starts. Then once the movie yeah. is over, it's just over. Now you don't see that a lot nowadays. So I I respected that they just, disgusting, cut to black. Um, Done. We're out. Get out. Lights fade up. Movie's over. Get out of here. I respected the hell out of that.
1: Yeah, I I love that this this is just one final stab, one reminder that, hey, buddy, you chose this. This is what being a part is. Mm -hmm. You could have been there in the sea of LCL, but no, you chose this. And this is the pain that comes with
2: that. So, I'm guessing that right now Shinji and Oscar are the only two people left on the planet? Probably, yeah. Interesting.
1: Oh, there's actually a really great video you should look up. The original voice actress for Shinji in English, after this happens, she does like a gag where she just rants about like, Wait, what the fuck happens now? What are you talking about, In? <laughs> what do you mean? What's happened? What's what?" So what? They just die on a beach, no food, <laughs> and like it just goes off. It's it's good.
2: I'll check it out.
1: It's really good. Um, but yeah. there's there's sort of an implication, at least in my mind, that people can reject instrumentality, they can return back to the their, themselves if they want to. they I mean, it's just the first two to do it, I guess, but you know, who knows? The, a lot of this is an interpretation. And don't forget, this is an alternate ending. This is not the ending to the this is not 25 and 26 from the show. This is alternative to that, yeah. Right? Because in that ending, most people believe Shinji accepted his mentality and was okay.
2: Congratulations! With it. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations! Congratulations!
1: Congratulations! <laughs> um, I just want to know. Yeah, I mean, I've seen this a bunch of times. What are y'all's thoughts now that it's all over? Or this part of the. Uh, I'll, the I'll
0: go the first because I think I think Ben has some more interesting feelings. I. I definitely thought that it was one of the most interesting experiences watching the movie. Um, There's a lot of great scenes. As I've mentioned, there's a couple scenes that stick with me. Um, There's parts of it that I don't like that I was pretty vocal about. Um, And once again, those are, you know, those are things that are sometimes cultural. You know, I don't know if I'm, you know, some, some things are just different in Japan. Doesn't mean I have to like them, but they're different. So I, I accept that in some way, but as far as it being an ending to this section of Evangelion, before we get into the rebuild movies, um, I think it's about as satisfying as an Evangelion ending should be. I don't really, I didn't really want an ending with some huge amount of like, you know, like real closure, like you expect from a lot of other kind of finales. Um, yeah it's just, it's just like human like mortality happens and the worst case scenario happens shinji and oscar are the two last like ben said they're the two <laughs> last people on earth the absolute worst case scenario for the human race mm-hmm. and it's very funny and the the actual like we just talked about that very final moment the very final line um don't think they don't really think he could have summed it up better mm-hmm. um so that that's how i feel um in.
2: Uh, I think this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, it's just really satisfying because uh, a lot of a lot of shows don't get satisfying endings. Um, yeah, and just knowing that—I mean, even though this show didn't originally get a satisfying ending to the point where they made an alternative for people, it on one on one hand it felt really satisfying, but on the other hand, uh, it was also interesting to see how some of these character these beloved characters went out because like like you said last week Smith the original like there were death threats and people were very upset at the original ending so it felt like Ano took a lot of that and was like you want a fucking ending all right I'm going to give you a fucking ending and not only is it going to be a good fucking ending it's going to be one of the greatest pieces of anime film films ever ever created ever devised is going to be one of the highest rated ones out there and god damn like this was this was incredible they just everything that worked about the show was just amped up to 20 here you get one action sequence here but it's phenomenal um like all the, all the existential weirdness of the original show is also amped up to 20 um, just, just the conclusions of everything and how vague everything is. It's just, like, you get a, you get an ending, but at the end of the day, do you really? Uh, it's just, like, it turns into basically a character study in the last 30 minutes of the movie, and, uh, not a lot of movies has its own, like, ending explained at the end of it, like this one does, in a way. Yeah. But, like, I, I, I love this. Like, it, it's it's just really gratifying to get something like this after watching an entire show. Is like, hey, there's a movie, uh, there's a movie about the show, and it's actually good. Unlike a lot of movies that are made following shows that come out. So uh, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great.
3: Hell yeah.
1: I just want to say one thing real fast. Um, <clears throat> I did look it up. But I wanted to be sure about this. So the original line they, they almost had along with the ending of the movie was this. Um, I'm going to butcher this real fast. Anta, Nankani, Kurosawaru, Noa, Mapira Yoi. Which can be translated as, I never want to be killed by you of all men, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> and plus, if you ever want to say disgusting in Japanese, uh, this is a famous a little bit of thing you'll hear in a lot of stuff. Kimochi-waru is how you Kimochi say wa- it.
2: Kimochi-waru, okay.
1: I love what you said, Ben, about Anno, because we're going to watch the rebuild movies. And not to get too spoilery here, but you're going to get to see Anno's uh, George Lucas turn. And it's pretty amazing, in the best way possible. In the best way possible. and I, I love George Lucas. I think he's a fantastic filmmaker, and I will always praise his movie. So when I compare someone to him, it is in a positive yeah. light. But there is a very specific outside-of-the-movie thing that Anno... Is like George Lucas about, and I can't wait for you to, to, to see it. It's going to be great, and I think Seth had not seen this really. He doesn't even know yet what happens. It's, it's going to be fun. It's
2: no? Fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in, yeah, I'm interested to see where the show go, where all this goes now, because the the this first the first rebuild came out in, like 2007, right? So that's roughly like a decade after the end of Evangelion. So we have like a decade long break before any new technically new Evangelion content comes out unless you're playing the video games and the girlfriend simulators and the <laughs> all, all, all that fun stuff. But, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where we go from here because it feels like we're at the end, but we got four more movies left. And, yeah, I'm interested because I keep seeing, like, posters with characters I never saw on the show. So there goes my original theory of these just being a complete retelling of the show. Uh, I So I'm interested to see, like, who who the fuck this one lady is with the long pigtail, ponytails? And why was she not in the show? Who is this? I think that that's my biggest question. Honestly.
1: Right. I gotta say, guys. I gotta explain the backstory. I gotta explain the fucking the lore of the NES 2 game. Woo! Yes, Let's go. So, the Black Moon under Japan... Had a twin. We heard it mentioned one time earlier. The White Moon under the Arctic or Antarctica, right? Mm-hmm. This yes. where they found Adam, right? The White Moon and the Black Moon both came from the same thing—an ancient species of aliens known as the first ancestral race. Who, when their homeworld was threatened by destruction, decided to live on by seeding the galaxy with their their descendants, basically. And they created seven moons and they sent those moons out to spread their life to other worlds. There was an accident, though. A mistake happened, and Earth was hit by both the white moon first, and then the black moon afterwards. And two moons were not supposed to ever be on the same planet. And if that happened, the original moon would be deactivated, so that you would not have a conflict between the two different kinds of creatures that would emerge from them. The white moon had the the fruit of life in it, which is the S2 engine, the angel's core, the infinite power that they possess. Humanity, uh, the black moon, had the fruit of knowledge, which was intelligence and reason, which is what we had, right? The Lance of Longinus, there's actually two of them, one for each moon, to stop that original atom from being used, the Lance of Longinus was inserted into him to keep him from coming online. And Lilith populated Earth ...with humans. And then we found Adam later on... ...in the Antarctic... ...and we pulled the Lance of Longinus out of him... ...to figure out what was going on... ...and unfortunately... ...restarted the White Moon's operations... ...and the second impact was actually... ...reducing the damage... ...by putting the Lance back into Adam to try and stop it from being as bad as it was going to be, because it would have wiped us all out if they had not put it back into him to stop him and reverted back to his embryonic form. Also, the lance that was supposed to stop Lilith was destroyed when the Black Moon hit Earth and lost forever. So there's only one lance still in existence, but it could work for either one of them. So the reason why it was impaled into Lilith, uh, as we see in the show, was to keep her in this sort of like phantom state, creating these quasi-human Ava that they could use to turn into robots to fight the angels, which were now active. After the black moon was active or the white moon was reactivated. So that is the the true backstory of Evangelion and why everything is the way that it is in the show. Oh, the Dead Sea Scrolls were created by the first ancestral race as an instruction manual on how to avoid what happened to them, basically, and how to live.
0: So there's probably some guy out there who never heard of Evangelion, but bought the game because it looked cool. And he's over there in the manual, and he's like, what the fuck is all this shit? I just want to know what button I press to shoot.
1: (laughs) Oh, this is all explained in Kaoru's good ending of
0: the game. Oh, okay. Wow.
1: There's a Kaoru bad ending you can get as well, but yeah, if you date Kaoru, the good ending
2: explains (laughs) the backstory. (laughs) Wait, this is from the girlfriend simulator? It is, my friend. What? What? Yep. What? (laughs) I thought this was from the PS2 manual. Uh,
1: it's actually it's, it's parts of it or of both, but the full explanation happens in the PSP version of the dating simulator.
2: Oh. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got to play girlfriend to steal. Then I guess I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's, 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 well, that's that's the whole that's the backstory.
0: Yeah. And we've come to yet another moment where we have finished, in quotes, Evangelion, but there's still more. Mm-hmm. So we've got, at minimum, four more episodes of this shit. Because we have four Rebuild movies to watch to f- get the full picture of Hideki Anno's Evangelion saga. And I'm excited. I've seen the first one. And I've, I've, se- I've actually seen the first two Rebo movies, but the second one, I was like, I'm pretty sure I was like incredibly sleepy and didn't watch most of. So really only watched one of them. So I'm excited to experience this stuff all over again.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Well, not so, uh, not, yeah. not not experience it again, but you, 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 I you, get you, you know,
0: you know, yeah, well, I think for this week, that's it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're done. This has been the Illinials podcast. I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. Uh,
0: I'm Seth. You can find the funny videos I post every Friday at Tasty Time Vids on Instagram. <laughs> um, I got to know what about Frankenstein's girlfriend coming out?
2: <laughs> and uh, you can find me on most social media at the Ben Powell. Uh, follow me on Twitch at the Ben Powell. Also follow me on Letterbox at the Ben Powell, where you can read my review for this movie, which is just basically. Uh, this is what this movie would be if uh, Katsuragi was played by Bane. <clears throat> you can live your life standing up, and then you have my permission to die.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Um, you, you can lead the, 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 the white moon and the black moon to Earth, but you can't even get along.
0: Fuck. Uh, the coffee pot.
1: <laughs> uh, we have stopped trying to merge all souls into a single sea uh, of LCL, and we have rejected it to took Girl on the Beach.
0: <laughs> and from my sector of the LCL pool all the way to yours, this has been yet another Illinius Podcast, baby.
2: We're out. Out. Disgusting.
3: Kimochiwaru. <laughs>